The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit theprofessionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professionalcasual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. All right. Are we starting now? The smell of silt and fresh bait lingered on the shore. A fog hung low and permeated the thickest of jackets and cloaks. The only sound was the water lapping gently on the shore and the occasional lump of phlegm being spit onto the sand by one of the many fishermen, the fisher men. Mina sat with a bowl and small trowel, knees digging into the soggy ground as she sifted through the dirt to find the fattest, juiciest worms. Her fingers were black to the knuckles and she shivered ever so slightly against the damp. She peered over at the men in her family, her father, uncles, brothers, and cousins, holes in hand, lines in the water, heads down, eyes vacant. The the women were home, warm, dry, preparing for the bounty the men would bring home. Mina was always underfoot, useless with a needle and thread, easily distracted and burning the meals, so she was shunned by the females and put on bait duty. That was fine. She liked to be where she could see things, real things. A short syllable erupts from her father's lips as he suddenly comes to life, lying sinking deeper, lower into the water. With practiced skill, he tugs the line to make sure the hook lands true and begins to pull the fish in. Mina, eager to help improve herself, scampers over and grabs a net almost as big as she is. She sprints to her father's side, ready to help. The fish is big, she can tell already, her father grappling with the pole, trying to reel it in. He doesn't notice little Mina by his side, too focused on his efforts and before he can correct it, his elbow is striking her in the face. Confused by what's happening, he wheels around, distracted, and in that moment, the beast from below snaps the line and rushes to freedom. Aw, damn you, clumsy fool! He yells down at her while she holds a hand to her already bruising eye. I am sorry, I wanted to help. Mina stammers. You are useless, Mina, be gone! He bellows, shooing her away with his hands. She thinks, This is my life. Someday I'll beat that little sneak, she thinks. Shoulders hunched around her ears as she trudges home, snowflakes falling around her, rabbit carcasses hanging from a belt around her waist. She and Kurt had been checking the snares in the forest. They made out well with eleven rabbits. Not bad for a few kids. I tell you what, Wilhelmina, Kurt teased, drawing out her name in a way he knew she hated. We can't divide these evenly. If you beat me in a foot race to town, you get extra rabbit. Okay, mister. Be ready to lose in a most horrible way, she retorted. They were only a few hundred yards from the town, and it should have been an easy win for Mina. Okay, Miss Wilhelmina. On your mark, get set. Kurt looked over to Mina as they got into a racing stance. A smile played on his lips, his green eyes twinkling in the near darkness. His smile widened just as he tossed a handful of snow into Mina's face and took off toward town. 
Ina cursed under her breath as she pursued him, but his head start gave him too much of an advantage. He gave her the five rabbits and waved nonchalantly to her as he made his way home. Her house was mostly dark when she returned. She stored the rabbits and slinked to her cot quietly, careful not to wake anyone. A large shape filled her small quarters, her brother Leon. Uh, sorry, Mina. Chet stole my bed again and yours was empty. I think there's a space by the hearth, though. This is my life. It was always gray here. The sky, the water, the landscape. But the pervasive dreariness cannot keep out the jubilation. Mina's sister, the one only a year older than her, is to be married on this day. The Fisher home is bustling with excitement. There are pots on the stove full of fish stews and corn porridge bubbling away as the matriarch of the family finishes the last details of the bride's dress. Mina sits in the corner, staying out of the way, but she's fascinated by the fact that, even after so many weddings in this household, there's still static and excitement in the air. Atina is the fifth Fisher daughter to be married off in as many years. Mina's eldest three brothers already have children of their own. Her mother speaks up suddenly, a tear in her eye. My darling Atina, what a beautiful bride, and only a few alterations to make from when Alana wore this last spring. My back and hands, thank you, dear. Altana sniffs in response. Now, now, dear, no need to fear. Sigmar willing, Albert will be a wonderful husband. You just need to... She's cut off suddenly by the raucous laughter of the fishermen bustling, bursting into the small home. They smell of stale ale and something rancid. Mina wrinkles her nose at them, wanting to turn away, embarrassed for them. There's my passable bride, says a man with saggy skin, watery eyes, and too few teeth. He gropes Atina with an inappropriate familiarity before she pulls away. His hand grips her forearm tightly to hold her close to him, and Atina winces in pain. Mina stands before she can think and takes a step, her heat building in her face. I do not think. She begins before all eyes in the room are on her. She retreats back a step, torn between her bravery and her pragmatism. Atina chirps shrilly. Oh, Albert, pay no mind to my simpleton sister. She's always causing problems where she's not needed. Atina shoots Mina a dirty look, and Mina looks away quickly, retreating into herself. This is my life. Mina's mother curses under her breath as she stitches away at the dress. Mina is a slighter build than any of her sisters, and the customary Fisher wedding dress needs to be taken in. It's that damnable town guard position. It's keeping you too thin. How will men know you can give them children if you have no hips to speak of? And I haven't seen you eat a bite of fish in weeks. A smile plays at Mina's lips. While she doesn't have a current suitor just yet, her parents are hopeful that perhaps soon they will be rid of her. A loud crash from the front of the house startles her mother and she jabs the needle into her thumb, causing another bout of curses. Will you go see what that moron is up to now? Her mother pleads to Mina. Mina nods in deference. On the porch, she finds what the commotion was about. A horn blasts in the distance, the appropriate numbering signaling a beastman skirmish. Mina's heart quickens as she thinks back to her training. She's part of the town guard, all that stands between this peaceful land and the powers of chaos that seek to ruin it. Mina's no stranger to beastmen, and her uncle Chet has given her an adequate education on the horrors of the vile creatures. She goes back to her family home to retrieve her sea-issued sword and join the rest of the guard. There isn't much time. What in the name of Sigmar do you think you're doing, girl? Her mother demands from the hall. Mina stands, sword in hand, looking for mother to weapon and out the open door to where battle is waiting. Her chest rises steadily, clad in the dress handed from unhappy bride to unhappy bride to Mina. Her jaw sets with resolve and her mother screams obscenities as Mina rushes through the open door, stained dress flapping wildly behind her. This is my life.
Now I can look at everybody. <laughs> that was good. That was I did really the same good. Thing when Dan read mine, I was like, I'm going to pretend like I'm just looking at my phone the whole time. <laughs> we didn't know Bruno wrote his when Dan read right, his. Right. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Is this? What's happening? Oh, I, I didn't write that. That was Dagna. <laughs> oh, the I, ultimate I, fan fiction. 100% thought you were going to say, I didn't write that. That was Bruno. <laughs> Was a letter from Trudy. All right. All right. Oh my goodness. And five nerd points to anyone who can write into us and uh, tell us where I got the inspiration for Mina's sister's names. The giver. Nope. Damn it. Double. Oh, what uh, was it? Atina and Alana. That Bloodhound Gang song, I'm a legend in my spare time, where they go over these three boats or whatever, named the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Alana, I think. Mm. Yeah. Right. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so welcome to a Grim Podcast Apparel's Adventure. Nice little introduction for you after uh, Mina had some big decisions made last episode. And now I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Get to learn a little bit more about her past and kind of what makes Mina, Mina. Since that was her life. We know what her life is like now. It's on a boat. It's about to get real itchy. Real itchy. (laughs) But at least you have a new hat. I got a new hat. (laughs) You're excited about that hat? Taller, more powerful. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Everybody knows that, you know, power lies in height. Mm -hmm. Or, Or width. Don't don't say that. <laughs> no, no, don't. What? Don't encourage him. Who? Tim. Oh, I wasn't encouraging Tim at all. I was I, talking about. Yeah, I thought that Bruno's was Bruno. short, but but round. We were saying power comes from height or whatever. Right. Like Tim and I felt bad easily. I saw Tim have a big smile on his face after you said that. He's right. like, yeah, it does, because he's always like, oh, short people. If you're under six feet. Well, that's true. Yeah. Shut up. He's got a to be fair, Dan, <laughs> I always thought you were at least six foot. Yeah. I'm not. I always wanted to be growing up. I wanted to be six foot tall. It's okay. He's not like sensitive about it or anything. I, I don't care at all that my brother is like a half an inch to an inch taller than me. It doesn't bother me in the <laughs> least. All his hair. No, he's my younger brother. It's fine. And at the rate our children are going, they are also going to be taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't mind that as much at all. That doesn't bother me if my kids end up being taller than me. But my little brother, I got a viewer question. He's like, <laughs> now you made me mad. I'm going to take it out on the characters now. Good job. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> oh, thanks, I mean, Mina. <laughs> Mina got characterization. You right, know this what? is my life. What? <laughs> Dan, what is it you always say about characterization? Characterization equals elimination. So I hope you guys have liked Mina for That's these last true. 60 episodes. Oh, goodbye. When we were really into The Walking Dead, it was a very obvious rule on that show, especially mm-hmm. season two. Like, oh, this episode's all about Dale. He got dead. Wow. Spoiler what? alert for like 10 plus years ago. Yeah. Which one was Dale? Uh, he was the one the with the glasses man. and the the hat. He was always smoking oh. about government conspiracies. The RV was his. Hank's best friend. Got it. Oh god, you're talking about King of the Hill, aren't you? Yeah. One of the He's one that yeah. possibly <laughs> died, right? Uh, I do have a viewer listener question from our Discord that you anybody out there could also join by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash professional casual or becoming a uh, subbing on our Twitch at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We have lots of good stuff there. Uh, we have this question from Will B 
who I believe <laughs> we'd ever got a confirmation on how to say his name. Moniker? Moniker or Mohaniker is how I said it before and he didn't correct me. So hmm. one of those, he said, what would your character's perfect holiday be? Hmm. Like. Like an actual like American. Like a like vacation. We said holiday? your character's perfect holiday. So he followed up with a bunch of awesome suggestions. Yeah, he did. Uh, he said a Sea of Claws cruise to see the whales and fjords. A weekend of quote discovery in Marienburg. There ain't no laws when you're on the sea. So of like, laws, a, right? It's it's going to be like a European holiday where you go on a trip, a vacation, okay. yeah. right? A vacation, not like a, an American holiday where we just have burgers in the backyard. Yeah, okay. uh, he said black historical outdoor. tour of Tilia, a Myrmidian crusade to Araby, or one of the famous quote warlord for a day trips to the border princes. <laughs> it's amazing suggestions. Um. Obviously, you don't have to pick one of those, but ideas potential. I feel like Mina would really like the beach because it's water, but like more different water. <laughs> like hot. <laughs> like hot. More yeah. different water. You know. Uh, I think Carl's would also be water related. I think that he would uh, enjoy basically like taking a nap in a canoe and just kind of letting it go. He's such a dad. And- <laughs> And then, you know, like when he's done coming back home, rowing back up, enjoying a pint. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bruno's would be exactly opposite that. Uh, he would hate to go to the beach because his dooming was thy salty waters are poison to thy tongue. All right. Mm-hmm. So he's staying away from that beach because, again, he doesn't want to be pushed in the water like a beached whale. His thing would be to get his own personal coach and have somebody else drive him around oh. a nice cross-country coach okay. ride okay. right hitting up all the like diners drive-ins and dives of the empire not a sponsor not a sponsor right uh it could be something of that like though i wouldn't mind that yeah um and uh probably ending in another uh trip to the uh the golden trout oh right. bruno is a dead so is he taking a nap all the time in the coach like I mean, not actually enjoying the views, but just napping. It's his coach. He can do whatever he wants. And then like getting out of the coach and like putting your hands on the small yeah. back and like pushing your <laughs> chest out to stretch. Like, oh, yeah. That's where his power comes from. Oh, <laughs> Got to get more lumbar support, you know? It's the hips. Yeah. It's all in the hips. Um, I think Lucky would want to be in a place that's like cottage chic, like spending the night under the under the stars with a bonfire with you know, waist high grass running in the fields with with friends and family uh, chasing firebugs and that type of deal. You Jeff know, I thought you were going to say oh cottage cheese, not cottage. No. Chic. <laughs> so I had a momentary look of horror on my face like what? <laughs> Tim doesn't like cottage cheese. That is accurate. Thanks. But lucky, lucky does. Yeah, that's the, and that's the thing cheese. is that you right. can separate yourself from your character. Right, <laughs> that's what makes us great at role playing. Yeah, Lucky is all about mashed potatoes, ranch, mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese with extra cheese sauce. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Tim tried uh, buffalo chicken wing dip last weekend. Oh, that stuff's good. <laughs> It for was. the first time, because he doesn't like any of the ingredients. <laughs> JB, can you eat that? 
No, I can't, but I it's delicious. I was going to say, you're saying it's good. That has so much dairy in oh, it. It's, oh, it's terrible like, for me. Three of the five <laughs> ingredients are dairy. Oh, so before we turned on the mics, right, I was saying how last night I had, um, oh instead of shrimp scampi, it was scallop scampi, and uh, half the ingredients are butter. Um, so if I have to, like, just, like, put down the, the headphones real quick, right? Uh, so that's what I need to give to Felix. Is scallop scampi? Yeah, so I mean, stomach and a dairy hurting. allergy. Yeah. It, a scallop is too good to give to a small child. Mm. <laughs> like, you wouldn't appreciate I, it. Yeah, if I'm cooking a scallop, like somebody who's going to appreciate it's got to eat it. That's true. Never had a scallop. Oh, but the best part of like, the buffalo chicken wing it. dip with Tim is that he took a bite of it and he was like, "What did you say? Now that's just good. Probably yeah, yeah, just yeah. good." And he like. Put a piece of chip down, like angrily, like no, that's just good. And then he looked at it, and he just thinks for a second. It was like he was having this existential crisis. And he goes, <laughs> "Do I like ranch?" And like it was like, the most oh, horrible thing in there too. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then, like two days later, you found out there was a whole block of. No, she said it that night, and a brick. Cream. Well, he didn't listen. He he like right. realized a couple of days later there was like two bricks of cream cheese in it. He was like, "What?" Because he likes cream cheese on bagels. <laughs> Exclusively on bagels. Right, yeah. And nice in bagels. that stuff. Yeah. I like to eat cream cheese with a spoon. I've got a question. Yeah. Dan, Don't did you me. get dressed up for episode 60? Doesn't he look cute? No, this is what I wore to work, and I just didn't feel like changing. Mm. All right. Cute Slash didn't dad, think of it. Dad polo. Um, <laughs> we also have... A review that I could read if you would like. I was going to ask if you had a review for if, us. If the GM Today. requests it, I can uh, acquiesce to you. Acquiesce. Is this one that's going to make me cry? No. Oh, good. Oh, it's from Big Chuck. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, this one's way too nice. It says the GM does a good job. Oh. <laughs> um, so this one, it's uh, the title is Great Actual Play Podcast. They wrote, uh, and this is from Colin13579. YXVH. We'll just call him Colin. So Colin, right? <laughs> I've been working. Uh, I've been working my way through the backlog of a grim podcast and enjoying it immensely. It has a really fun, casual vibe with plenty of humor, hijinks, and surprises. The cast play a really fun, diverse group of characters, and the GM does a good job of challenging them but keeping things moving forward. Good job, professional casual network. Thanks, Colin. So thank you, Colin. Yeah, appreciates it. Boom. Well, speaking of moving things along, we left off with Mina in the woods where she had just burned some innocent cultists alive. Excuse me. They're what? not innocent, sir. They were found guilty. They had a scar. They didn't repent for their actions. So you, you were told they confessed as well mm -hmm. to being cultists. Yep. And Herman took off his witch hunter hat. He put it on you. He gives you a necklace. Mm -hmm. Silver necklace with a pendant of a silver hammer. Okay. I will it? say, uh, um, thank you, Sir Herman. I will uh, keep these things as my pledge to uh, fight all of the chaos that I encounter in this world. Very good. So, may I ask a question, if it, that is allowed. Of course, of course. I am, uh, I prefer to exact my uh, justice on those who have done wrong with my trusty sword here. Uh, why the uh, fire instead of blade or, or rope? 
especially when dealing with cultists, flames are preferred to cleanse the body as we purge the world of their filth. Mm. Cleansing fires. So it's more effective in that way? As effective as running them through with your sword, sure. Oh, but preference for you? Okay. For me, for most most of our kind, we okay. prefer to do that in order to again make to, to help cleanse the world of their taint as they are destroyed. Mm. But not always available. Yes. Mind if I take a look at your sword? Not at all. Please do. It has uh, seen me through many a scuffle. Mm, I can it's, see. We'll see. Yes. Yes. This is a, he swings it a couple times. This is a fine sword. Yes. Notice all my stickers on it. I was wondering what those markings were. Well, hello, kitty. <laughs> I wanted to put a cat in the vignette so bad. Like Uncle Chet comes and like, oh, Mina, I got you a, a gift. And he pulls out a cat out of his bag and she goes, oh, hello, kitty. <laughs> no cats in the game. Um, <laughs> but you complete this first mission for me. Under Grissenwald. Find out about this potential sorceress, whatever is going on. I'd like to take this sword and do something special with it. I mean... Oh. I'd like to have it silvered for you. Oh my god, the silver is very uh, expensive and flashy. I do it, not know. It might take some time to get used to it again. As it, we'll coat it in silver to help fight against the unnatural. That is a thing? Indeed. What? Uh, he draws his sword next to yours and you see it's like way brighter and shinier. Oh. And it just looks like pristine. What uh, What would I be fighting that the silver would be better? Oh, there's a lot of the things that uh, shape changers. Silver seems to disrupt them. Mutants hate it. Oh, my goodness. Makes for a keener edge. Okay, well, anything that will make me more effective and help keep uh, myself uh, my friends and uh, the Empire a safer place. Very good. He sheets it back and hands you back the Hello Kitty sword. Hello Kitty. Uh, what do you do with the necklace? I'm going to put it on. All right. Uh, you can take two corruption off of your sheet. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> Spousal favoritism! <laughs> <laughs> As she's becoming an agent of the, the god that is sworn against the, the machinations of chaos becoming part of this sect wow. and, and uh, follow, you know, following along with the rites and wearing this silver pendant, you, your body becomes a little bit cleaner. Wow. It's, uh, you know, same as eating uh, witty porridge, you know? It gets cleaner. <laughs> what? My body gets cleaner. From eating weedy porridge? Yes. <laughs> it's fiber, duh. Jim okay. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh my goodness. As far as I understand, Grissenwald is about a four-day trip on the Reich, so I wouldn't expect you back here for probably a week and a half, two weeks, yes, or so. Do you have anyone um, in Grissenwald that you would want me to um, check in with, or give progress to, or you want me just to? Uh, do what what my friends and I do, and we just do these things. From what I've heard, it sounds like you can handle yourselves. I do not currently have 
um, any retinue in Grissenwald. You would be my agent there at okay. this time. Okay. You and your friends to an extent. Yes. I am an agent. Mina Fisher, <laughs> agent. Before you go back to your friends, though, I do want to say, be good and make sure you keep an eye on the the broom-like one, as you said. Yes, I will tell you, Lucky and I, we have our uh, uh, differences in many ways. Uh, we come from different places, mm -hmm. um, but I, he has always been a good, good um, co-adventurer. You know, he pulls his weight, he helps out. He is a good man. Mm. But I will, like you say, I will keep eye on him. Very good, thank you. Herman, before I go, I'm sorry, I know I said one more question like six questions ago. However, a very curious girl. No, questions are very important in our line of work. My mother always warns me never to uh, judge a man based on his physical appearance. <laughs> yes. And I am sorry, I'm sure you get many questions and I hope it does not offend. He However, just points to his right eye. Yes. Of course, I was kind of waiting for it. Uh, when I was a young boy, I grew up in Nome, south of here, of course, on the mm. Reich. And we, uh, our city was attacked by strange beastmen one day, nearly razed the whole city. And during that fight, uh, one of them had found some way to, to seem to sling a stone or something at me. And it caught me across the side of my face, gave me this horrendous looking scar. It's never really healed properly. Mm. I hope it does not cause you too much uh, pain or discomfort. No, I've gotten used to it. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, telling me something that is personal to you. To know what it is, I know what it is like to have a beastman come to your home and try to wreck your life mm. and succeed. Um, so, thank you. It's all too common of a story across the Empire. Yes. I want you to quick make a difficult perception check as you're talking to him. I gotta get some dice out. I gotta percept. You want me to play this game? I yeah. I wasn't planning on this today. What do you I'm think sorry. we're doing here? Ask know. him for his eye, too. <laughs> Put it in your wet bag. I'm gonna need your leg. <laughs> you said that was a difficult... Yeah. I did not make that test. Okay. He just kind of nods and he says, very good. Thank you, Mina. I'm excited for us working together. M me too, Herman. Thank you so much for the opportunity and I hope I will not let you down and we will uh, get to the bottom of these cultists and I will eradicate them from very the city. Very good. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. What time is it? Uh, so you met him, we said probably around 10. So yep. You weren't there that long unless you want to imagine that conversation was actually longer and we were just picking out important parts. Like 10.30, 10.45. Damn, okay. So you're going to head back to the Trident? Yes. Alrighty, so she's gone for roughly an hour or so because you would have to leave a little before 10 of course yeah you guys had ordered a cake last i remembered yeah you forgot about the cake <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh and lucky and, and bruno did everybody go you, you kind of tried to track mina down a little bit but realized that she you kind of got confused about where to go yeah she bruno's heart was not in that <laughs> not even a little bit no bruno if if, if you were taken somewhere or off by your lonesome Mina would come after you right make sure that you were safe oh I'd be safe I've got a gun <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong 
Femina doesn't have a gun. You have the gun. Right. Like, she's got a sword. Right, but it's not a gun. She's killed way more people than I have. And I look at you sternly. That is, that is what, yep. <laughs> so as, as far as everyone's aware. Mina could totally take care of herself. And I'm sure that that uh, Herman guy is completely trustworthy. I mean, look at his eye. Yeah, that eye really kind of creeped me out, though. Yeah, that's a trustworthy eye. I don't. I, I disagree. <laughs> Carl, what do you say? You're you're the uh, the tiebreaker here. I I'm certain that Mina can take care of herself. She was a guard. Like guards don't need guards. Oh, who guards the guards? That's right. Just, just no one, like no one ever asked that. No, they're they're on top of like the good protector food chain. I gotcha. Okay. What are we? Get, what are you writing on the cake, Bruno? Uh, this is an A. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is a B. Okay. This is the C. And then the rest of the letters. <laughs> you just write the alphabet. That's how I learned it. <laughs> and it means just as much as anything else to Mina when she sees it. Yeah, I think, I think she's going to love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your penmanship is impeccable. I've been oh, practicing should, a lot. <laughs> you should you should draw a picture of a fish with an X through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. To let her know there's no fish in the cake. <laughs> when we get Not to like fish. episode 100 someday. I, I want to have a big like chocolate cake that just has the ABCs written on the top. <laughs> I don't know why I always imagine this cake is chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Not German chocolate, though. Sorry, Tim. Oh, that's dumb. German chocolate. So good. <laughs> uh, so you guys are hanging out here. You had kind of tried to look a little bit for Mina. Uh, you're, you ordered a cake and you're just kind of waiting, chatting about it. Looks like sounds like Bruno is decorating it. Not sure why the Trident people are trusting Bruno with decorating his own cake, but they let you do it because he paid for it. If you look at him, clearly he's got he knows a gun. His way around a cake, <laughs> <laughs> and he has a gun. Right. So yes, sir, you can decorate your own cake. Cake expert. <laughs> uh, so and Mina walks back into the Trident wearing a new hat. Congratulations! Yeah, you did it. <laughs> oh, you guys, you got me cake. Yeah. Um, congrats on being taller now. Thank you. That's impressive, yeah? Yeah, very much so. And look, I got new necklace, too. That's super cool. I got one also that's like that. It's wow. not as nice looking, but... Let's still look at you. I, I like that very much. Right? So, you you got me a cake? Uh, yeah. Um, I already started on it, but, uh, you know, I figured I'd have to try it before I... Yes, we well, gave thank it. you. Yeah. You're testing to make sure it's safe right. for me. And there's a fish on top? Uh, well, XL? you see... Yeah, no X, fish. No fish in that cake. You are my friends. You know me so well. <laughs> Thank you. I never. Mina like stops for a second. I, I never had a cake for me or any accomplishment in life. It means a lot. And I have one to come from you. Thank you. You can save it forever and ever. Yeah. No, we'll my friends, we must eat this no. now. Come help me use your bare hands. <laughs> Arr. Arr. <laughs> um, it's so, pretty good cake. Uh, this is delicious. There's no taste of fish whatsoever. 
And thank you again for tasting it. I do not taste any uh, poison or yuckiness. And, um, oh, yuckiness? I asked Herman about his eye. Wow, what did he say? Because I know it bothers you. I think you will appreciate this. So when he was a little boy, uh-huh. uh, he lived in Nome. And the beastmen came and, well, we are going to take a town. And they uh, sling a stone at him. And it swipe across his eye. And it leave this weird scar. And I wonder if it was some kind of like demon rock that they sling at him that would make it not be okay for so long. Oh, yeah. You know, it's no scar. Um, Did you ask if you could have it? No, because I know I see better with two eyes. So I thought he would see better with two eyes, even if one is a funny eye. I guess. All right. Still, it's a really weird looking eye. Mm. It is weird. Yes. I wouldn't trust it. Well, I would I would think, you know, um, is not uh, super appropriate to not trust someone based solely on their looks anymore. You know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's yeah. Here's good news. You do not have to deal with that man. I mean, that's actually quite a relief. Yes, he asked. Um, he has hired us to inspect the cultists that are connected to Bogenhafen. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, and he wants us to go and inspect that and get that taken care of. He said it should be four days by boat. We come back here, tell him what happened. And I think we will make money on this time. Last time, uh, last time we found money, thanks to Lucky. Right. Um, but this time, Carl, we will earn money in honest way, I think. He didn't tell you we were going to earn like five gold, did he? Yeah, five gold. Is our going great. Hasn't that like never worked out, though? It worked out once with the dwarves. Yeah, they they can, always yeah. keep their promises. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. And um, I figure it's bigger town and we have this wood to sell now. We could sell it to the cultists and then kill the cultists and then take the money wood back. Yeah, I I don't know if we want to like keep the wood like that's I liked Mina's idea better. It sounded more like honest money. Well, this is honest money. We, selling them the wood and then I, we would we would loot them anyway. Right. We normally like get the I, plunder from the, the bad guys that we take down. So it makes sense. It sounds like honestly killing people. That doesn't. That's oh. still bad, I think. So I know we were interested in finding other key for Dwarf Place. I'm, oh, yeah. I am yes. hoping that if we do the cultist thing and figure all that out and report back to Herman and he will say, Mina, you did a good job. Uh, and then we will get our money. And then I can say, look, this would be also a good uh, use of your resources, Herman and Church of Sigmar. And then we could go and find the key and that could like fund our expeditions so that we could sleep in real beds and Lucky can have the best broth and crumbs for his birds. I would really like some good broth. (laughs) Do you think his eye could be the key? (laughs) I don't think so because key was like long with a shape on the We don't know how far that eye goes back. It only goes back as far as your head, right? Yeah, but that, yeah, that's about the, the length of the key, right? Aren't, From your eye to the back you of your head. Aren't you a doctor? Don't I feel like that's something you would know about if there was like 
a weird thing in the head, you know? Well, that's what, so maybe, so here's what it is. As a medical professional, maybe it wasn't a rock. Maybe the Beastman launched a magic key into his eye, which is why it's so milky like that and weird looking. Hmm. Who said it was Lucky. milky? Lucky, you I are did. a doctor, <laughs> sir. Uh-huh. Why don't you just ask someone to doctor that eye? Be like, hey, here's some free doctoring. I'm going to look at that eye for you. The man doesn't even have a hat anymore. How can he afford my medical skills? <laughs> what is he going to do? He gave me his own hats off his own head. He's going to have a really chilly scalp. Hmm. I wonder. <gasps> he did have a full head of black hair. Yeah, he did. I Would wonder. you... Would you treat him with weird root? Yeah, probably. I'd shove her right in there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he has closet full of hats. And every time he says, hey, come meet me in the woods and prove <laughs> yourself to me. And then you do. And then he gives you hats. So. I wonder. I, <laughs> Rolf used to do that to a lot of the girls. Mm. He would have a hat and he'd be like, hey, come meet me in the woods. I'll give you this hat. It's going to it didn't end up going that route, but it doesn't go the way you think either. Hmm. I got arrested for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did not like the implication of that story. No, it's not. No, it wasn't like that. All right. That's fair. He just said it wasn't what you think. Yeah. All right. So um, do we have any other stuff? I would like to make one stop in the morning. Uh. But otherwise, are we good here or do we want to head out to... We picked up all the stuff from the apothecary, right? Yes. Um, I wouldn't mind picking up like a small cask of the this fine brandy that they have around here. Oh, um, yeah. I think Mina just needs to get her armor. Is that your one stop? I do need to do that. That was not my one stop. So thank you for reminding me. Oh, forgot about it. Uh... Who do you think? Would there be like a place to stop to get trained in? Uh, what is it like? Sense artifact or tech artifact? Yeah. The talent, right? Yeah. Um, so I would say that's something that you could just kind of develop on your own okay. as you get better at de- manipulating the winds of magic. And then that allows you to sense if ma- items are magical, right? Yes. I, I don't know. I didn't look it up. You just told me it was a thing. Oh, jeez. Um, so here's the other thing that we could get, and this would actually help me a lot. Um, some additional, I don't know, uh, stability control to have a hammock, uh, slightly higher than it currently is like a double, like a, like a double hammock, but one's above the other one, you know, like a, it's like a hammock, a bunk bed. Kind, yes, exactly. Just so I could be higher up in the crow's nest. Okay. Could do we need more? I don't know. Like a, they make like, like nails, but bigger, like big nails. Rope or like a hooky do, and you just put it higher in the wall. Yeah. Okay. Hooky do. Hooky do. You could easily buy more hammocks. Okay. Uh, and Tim, so detect artifact. You can take up to your initiative bonus times. Okay. Uh, and you do you this allows you to take an in, intuition test to detect magical artifacts. You're able to sense when magic lies within an artifact. You may attempt an intuition test for any magical artifact touched. It's, if successful, you sense the item is magical. Further, each success level also provides you a specific ma- special rule the item uses if, en- 
if any. Normally, you may only attempt this test once per artifact touched. So, like, just because I'm not super familiar with kind of how, like, how magic stuff works in this game, um, is this something, like, I could have, like, identified and then be able to use it? Or do, like, I have to have that to be able to use the magical... The magic and the item. I, I don't know how this. So, works. so a magic item will still be magical and and have its properties, whether you know them or not. But like, I let you kind of sense without having the talent, just to give you. Well, throw a little bone to you. You sense that staff was kind of magical. Okay. In the, in the signal tower. Gotcha. So, and like, did using just- this talent and making the intuition test, you could find out what it does. I got you. At this point, you don't know what it does. You just think it has, you felt some winds of magic with it. Is that, is that like a play? Is there, are there like stores for that? What? Like to identify, is that like a thing that you can do? Like, could I find someone to identify it instead of buying the talent to identify it? Or do I have to have had, or do I have to be the one to identify it to use it? You don't have to identify it to use it. No. Oh, okay. All right. So I could find someone that, could tell me what it does maybe potentially if you find a wizard that has detect artifact okay or if you were gonna buy that talent then i i think you would be able to, just a natural progression of your magical powers i don't think you have to have somebody teach you how to do that oh okay cool that makes sense yeah is it out of career is that why yes oh yeah i think that's okay i think I, i'm fine with ruling it that you're just getting better at this as you do it more often okay but I could just not spend the experience at all and have pay someone to do it, right? Potentially. Oh, that'd be cool. If I had to find a wizard. Yes. That also can detect artifact because not everybody can. All right. We're off to see a wizard that has specifically that talent, please. <laughs> I roll a gossip. Never mind. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. People don't trust wizards around these parts. Right. But <laughs> it's a 66. But too. what if with my hat, <laughs> I start asking people? Oh, yeah. You know, and Mina, like, but she's really bad at winking. So Mina blinks with two eyes at Lucky, very exaggeratedly. <laughs> Hello, does I'm going to try my gossip. Hello, tell me where the wizards are. <laughs> What'd you roll? 75. <laughs> I had a feeling that uh, represented it not going well. Yeah, people kind of clam up when you come near with that hat now. <laughs> Give him the stink eye. I like try to like squinty one eyes. Yeah, you're not as good as, as Herman is. Mina's had a long day. I think she's really tired. <laughs> she keeps closing her eyes. It is like getting you know, like 1130 at this point. Yeah. It's getting late. Yeah. I'm all sugared up now. Yeah, we're all cake drunk. <laughs> How much cake did everybody have? We ate that whole cake. Uh, I had about 13 letters. (laughs) Half the cake? Half the cake. (laughs) Oh, wait, there's the fish, too. I assume Mina ate the not fish? Yeah, I'm going to eat that X out fish. I scraped the frosting off mine, a sliver, and I gave the cake part to uh, Griggs. (laughs) That's nice. I thought Carl was trying to say something. No, Carl just eats a normal amount of cake in a, in a normal way. <laughs> and is Carl like, boy, I wish this was vanilla. <laughs> this chocolate I, I don't, is a treat. I don't know why you would give cake to a duck. A duck doesn't. A duck doesn't appreciate a cake. Listen, you got it. 
He's he's part of our family now. He's one of our friends. He has a nice suit on. He eats with us at the table. This is this is more than just a, a you know, this isn't one of my other birds in the crow's nest. This is a companion. I'm going to train this duck. He's going to be like one of us. It's going to be great. I'm very excited it, about this. I mean, as long as this duck doesn't do its do its bathroom thing in our sleeping quarters. Well, Bruno does. We'll be good. The duck. Oh no, the crow's nest is filthy, and that's mostly the crows. Right. Well, one crow and one pigeon, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, close enough. We're basically starting a menagerie of our own. As long as it's not Ludzu. It could be. Uh, never mind. I was going to try to think of a joke with aviary, but. Uh, An aviary of ovaries. Stop me. Stop with all <laughs> females. Oh, that makes more sense. All right. So you guys going to head to bed full of cake? Oh, so full of cake. Yum. Yeah. And you were yeah. staying here again, right? You're going to pay another 10 silver to have a room? What the? Uh, no. I'm going to stay on the boat. Our boat's loaded up, right? You have yeah, to go down the stairs. All yeah. our things. To stay at the oh, boat. Fuck. Yeah, then we're staying at the thing. We can walk down the stairs. It's not walking down the 1,111 stairs. That's like an hour at I, most. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, um, as a... Um, a gesture of good faith that this uh, mission for Herman will work out well for us financially. I will pay a full 10 silver for our no, room tonight. No, no, no. She just graduated today. We we can't let her pay. Uh, let, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll split. We'll split this up. Right? All right. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Cool. Uh, I don't have a pencil, so I can't change my money. So I don't think I actually spend it. Oh. You could reach all those pencils there. <laughs> right. He's got this super height. So he's got like an incredible wingspan. He can definitely reach those pencils. Yeah, he's definitely right. got a ring of tan arms. Use your, uh, use your stretchy arms there. He's like Lanky Kong. Yeah. Carl's going to throw four silver into the pot. Oh, there we go. Take oh. the big chair. I only got two for me. <laughs> I'll do the other four. It's a big day for Mina. Oh, thank you. Wow, you offered to pay for the whole thing and then pay for none? Pretty sweet. It's, a it's the hat. Yeah. It must be the hat. It's <laughs> commanding. <laughs> wow. Mina's never had so much respect at one time. <laughs> what are you, a middle child or something? Guys, something I feel worse. 100% better, though. Like, I'm not itchy anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't coughed in the last four hours. All right. Yeah. I I feel great. Um, I still got, like, a bunch of spots on me. But I really don't think it takes away from my stunning good looks. Eh? Eh? I don't think it does. Yeah. No one notices the splotches when you have a gun in your hands all the time. <laughs> that is true, Bruno. Bruno, you are truly a master of taking spotlight from what people would look at and then drawing it away with a gun. <laughs> now, Carl's is only today, right? After this, so you're done because of the, the draft? That's correct. Tomorrow I will be free of disease. How about Lucky? What was his? I still have two days before mine sets in. 
Oh, yours. Okay. Yeah. You roll. I roll real high for your your incubation, huh? Mm-hmm. Amina starts tomorrow. Uh, I. Think She's the day after so, me. Yeah. Because oh. eight days, then we were on the river for three days, so that leaves me with five. This is your second night in Kemper Bad. Yep, because I have two three. days left until mine, so she would have three. Yes. Okay, for some reason I thought you said it was the next day. All right. So you guys go to bed in your hotel room. It's a nice night again. You've got beds instead of hammocks, which is pretty yes. sweet. Uh, uh, Carl, could you help me bunk bed these quick? I was going to look to Mina and see what she wants on this uh, in this situation. Yeah, I, I will help out. We can debunk bets. Okay. It's a strength check. Yeah. That's a 42, which will do it. Nice. No, no, Mina. No, I got it. Don't touch my bed, please. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I failed it. I'm so drunk with cake. Is this what brandy feels like? No, it's much better. <laughs> oh, Bruno, did you buy a keg of brandy? Uh, yeah, I was going to try to, yeah. All right, while they're figuring that, I'm going to look up how much a keg of brandy might be. I, I 33 my strength check. Crit that. I think I get a fate point, right? Does that actually pass your strength? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, that was good. Good try, though. Zero That's negative success levels, though. You almost got me. What's that? Yeah, but it's a crit fail. Uh, there are no crits on skill checks. That's that is true. We have been kind of called out for that a few times. Uh, you drop it on your foot. What do you mean? I have zero suffer negative one success damage. levels. He passed with four things. My side's a little bit lower. Okay, that, that's right? fair. Yeah, for putting your two together, it's still. A bunch of success I mean, I, levels. Yeah. I only, I had zero success levels. I rolled a 42. Oh, that's right. Strength. So they cancel out. You had zero success levels and you had zero negative success levels. Yeah. <laughs> so rounded up, it's a success, right? Yeah. No. Don't be crazy. Super numerate. And I know that zero plus zero is zero. Yeah. Sounds like we break even. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an, it's still not a pass. It's not a fail, though. It's, but a double zero is a critical f- pass, right? Yeah, I already did my good deed for the episode. I gave Mina corruption points gone, so don't put this on me. <laughs> nope. Wow, thanks, Mina. <laughs> thanks a lot, Dan. <laughs> so we can try again. I assume we just start to go like, huh, and it just doesn't move at yeah. all. We just didn't have the leverage. Mm-hmm. Three. You rolled a three? I rolled a three. Oh, nice. That's three success levels. Wow. Here, roll All your right. 94 now, up. Carl. <laughs> I did roll a 32, so that's one success level. Hey. They bunk those beds, baby. Hey, don't worry, I got this, Carl. No problem this time. You re- you reset your hands and you're good to like go. Like you just had to put Griggs down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruno. I had to do a little bit of looking up conversions here. Bruno's already fast asleep, pants off. Shirt's still on, though. Hands, <laughs> he just like, went to bed as they're moving the bed around. Where did he get that second cake? <laughs> I don't know. He's only half in the bed because his feet are up on this keg. If you want to pay... Uh, actually, it's not that bad. So I was, I was looking up a pint of spirits is what we, we charge for one 
uh, like serving a brain that you put in four or three cups mm. is two silver, right? Yeah. Uh, a keg is three gallons. Oh, okay. Easy peasy. So um, that'll be other uh, eight pints in a gallon. Super. Nice. I had to look that up because I didn't know off the top of my head. And what's, what's so that that's in 24. Imperial? So it'll be 42 silver. So that's two gold, two silver God. for a keg of brandy. Right, so you have a keg of it. But it's their specialty of the town, so it's going to cost two gold, ten silver. Haggle them. Get out of here with two gold, ten silver. I'm going to haggle the crap out of you. Oh, 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 I'm going to roll some dice, too. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a 92. Oh, oh, good, because I rolled a 29. Oh. My haggle is now a 44, because I put more points into fellowship. Wait, you spent experience on skills and actually got something better? I yeah. I, when was the last time that happened? I'm trying to not make him OP, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, put a couple points. We certainly do not have uh, optimized characters <laughs> in, in this party. All right, so you haggle them back down to two gold, two silver. Uh, excuse me, isn't every success level like a ten percent discount up to fifty percent off? I what you, read the haggle rules in months. I'm now I'm gonna read the haggle rules. Yeah, that was that was a huge swing because you got was. two success All levels. Right. right. So um, let's see. In general, yep. haggles used to see whether you do or do not make a good deal. Most commonly, with an opposed haggle test specifically, it can be used with shopping to secure better prices. For information on this, refer to the other chapter. Damn it! <laughs> I don't haggle. think it's the thing that I said it was, but I think it is. <laughs> it is similar. I usually just kind of make something up instead of go referring to the rule every time. Alright. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. Because it would be I really hope this works out more in my favor it, like not in your favor <laughs> after looking this up. I mean I'll it's laugh a lot. so what do you think is gonna happen? Why can't I find anything about haggling? Well how many negative success levels did they get? They oh, like four or five. All right, so six. That's like seven success levels in my favor. Yeah. That's a seventy percent discount. Uh-huh. Haggling. I think it's capped, but I bet you're right. Haggle is used routinely by consumers and vendors alike. Typically with a pose test, haggling is expected and most prices are marked up slightly to account for this. Winning a haggle test reduces the price by 10% or possibly up to 20% with an astounding success. Oh! Which you didn't get. You, or with yeah, the you deal did. Maker six or more. You got six. Give me that astounding success. Failing a haggle te- cont- contest? <laughs> Badly usually means the vendor distrusts your coinage. Uh, okay, so I had a bunch of negatives. You had how many positives? Bunch of positives. It was an like two, success. two. So twenty percent off. Yeah. So Super it was forty-two numerous. silver. Oh my so god! So twenty percent of that would be. I don't know. Eight point two silver. Eight point four silver. I mean. Yep. I'm not gonna math that. So that would take it, it down. 34 silver with rounding. Right. Oh, no, because I, I had upped it to flat 50 silver. So 20% oh. of that would be 10. That would take it down to 40 silver. So two gold. So it's slightly better in your favor after all that math. Right. We did it. Yay. Great for radio. Thanks, Tim. It's really cute. If you are uh, not a patron at the $5 tier and up and get the video, you should. Because when Dan is wrong... And he's like mad about it, but doesn't want to show. He gets this like little stop and tag.
antagonizing him. We still have another episode after it's this. Cute. He gets the cute little half smirk. What? It's like you're one. You were like, I could tell in your head you were like, son of a bitch. About it's, for what? About the haggle thing when you read it and it was like a 10% discount or 20% with a Nistat. And you were like, you get this little half smirk. I think it's cute. Oh, thanks. Oh, so I was close. Just and it means you're wrong. He's going to be terrible at poker. Oh, I have. I do not have a poker face at all. Mm-hmm. No, mm-mm. I can't lie for anything. Yep. Usually when I'm lying, I just get nervous and start laughing. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I it's, think both our kids have that, too. Yes, they do. Yeah. And it's really fun to be like, so so did you get me that like those shoes I wanted for Christmas? And he's like, maybe I have this. The only thing I can say with those questions is maybe. Otherwise, I give it away. But if I say maybe and I have that stupid little smirk, it doesn't give it away. Right. Give it away now. Like that time he got me Crocs and he wrapped them separately. So it looked like I had two presents, but I only had one. I thought it was funny at the time. And then I realized it was a bad move. (laughs) Didn't do that again. By buying Crocs or. No, I actually just bought Crocs Crocs. yesterday. I wanted the Crocs. I just bought a pair of Crocs for Lily last night. Come Mm. at me, Discord. I like Crocs. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You go to bed. You go to sleep. Got Did you buy the morning. thing of thing? Yeah, I bought okay. the thing of thing. I've Dude, got a whole all that. Yeah, I hope that's <laughs> an investment. Could you imagine? You better not waste that, that much time. And be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's good, but it's not that good. No yeah. thanks. I could resell this somewhere down the line. Buy the glass. And he can right. make a few silver. <gasps> also, this is episode 60 mm-hmm. of Kapapa. Just to make sure that uh, that was said at some point. I said the name of the show after the, the, the Mina story. Oh, okay. I don't know if I said what episode, but I'm sure they know. When they. Like, it's episode 60. <laughs> we did it. We saved the day. So the next morning, uh, what was it that Mina wanted to do in town? It's a secret. Oh, okay. Oh. You guys have a nice, simple breakfast. Some oh. ham, eggs, you, you know, get it with the room. You have some of your brandy there, Bruno? No, I'm saving that. Yeah, that's road. Wow. Maybe. It's a road soda. And, <laughs> and, and rather than doing the uh, breakfast at the inn, uh, Carl's going to take a ride down and do some fishing for breakfast. Oh, very cool. All righty. Let's do uh, make an outdoor survival check. See if you can catch some fish. Okay. Uh, oh, I've rolled a nine. Wow, okay. Nice. So, can I get three fish for three success levels? Sure. I'm okay with that. You spend, let's say you spend like an hour down there. Yeah, Carl's gonna toss one of the fish back into the water. And first catch. he's gonna, yep. He's going to eat a fish. And uh, then he's going to make his way down to the Temple of Manan. All right, so you, I'm going to make you do like a gossip check there. You can find that real easy. Uh, you find out there's not a temple here, but there is a shrine uh, carved into the cliff here uh, where there used to be waterfalls. And you can find it pretty easily. Um, there's a bunch of candles around it and things. And it's this carving of Manan in his like... Um, is like sea god glory where he looks like this big dude with a big beard. He wears a five-tined crown 
and that is like actually made separate. It's like brass that's been like pounded into the stone and he's covered in like sailcloth and there's like ropes about him like holding that stuff on there and he's holding a trident in one hand and like by his feet there's an anchor and um you can feel the the sea god's presence here with this shrine carl's going to first see if there is a uh, place to make an offering uh he knows that he needs to give a silver and a fish to uh pay respects so you see like by his feet there's like um be like a bowl but it's bottomless and you can see it goes right down to the river yeah so uh carl's going he'll uh put both the fish and the silver in there and speaks up to the statue saying i've been thinking you know this is a lot has changed in my life but i've always I've tried to do good. I never, I never tried joined the hooks. I fought against the demons, but I don't know what's been carrying me forward. Traveling with my friends, I, Mina, my friend, she is, she has found a higher purpose, and I think that. Maybe it is my time to to find a higher purpose as well. To do something to protect the waters that have been good to me. They they got me a boat. They took me on an adventure. And I have even been kept safe when I was on fire. This is these are all good signs, I believe. And uh, with that, Carl's going to have a, a moment of silence with the Manan statue. So you have this moment of silence and you feel like the wind kind of picks up over the river and it's just kind of like whoosh, and you feel it like kick up some waves near you and you feel this like spray of water on you and you feel like invigorated by a blessing of Manan. You're going to benefit from the blessing of savagery for the next hour. That sounds good. And you just feel like you're full of the, the ferocity of waves and not from the not necessarily from the river itself, but of the sea. And you feel you feel like this weird you sense this strange waft of of salt water, even though you're far from the sea here and you swear you hear seagulls and you feel like Manan is kind of answering you. Says while you're the target of this blessing, uh, next time you inflict a critical wound, you roll twice and choose the best result. Well, you just feel like Manan is empowering you. Yeah, I'm salty and powerful now. Hell yeah. <laughs> I guess this is river water, so not salty. But it seems you, you you smell that salt water in the air anyway. Oh, that's 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 like a, a small sea miracle. Yeah. Oh, well, Carl's going to be spending 100 experience to become 
a uh, warrior priest of Manan. <laughs> and also in another hundred experience to learn bless as the talent. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Actually, never mind. Just the 100 to do that. To become a warrior priest of Manan? Yeah. Because I realized I have to get five strength as well. So. Very cool, though. So <laughs> Carl is kind of. So you started as Stevedore, then he became a boatman. Yeah. Now you are a warrior. You, you, you see yourself as a warrior priest of Manan. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Oh, logical chord, chord progression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I said, we're not playing optimized characters here. <laughs> oh. I mean, you start by working near the water, then on the water, and now you're of the water. Yeah. That is super cool. I love what Carl's doing here. That's amazing. So it's I, we're, we're playing this kind of um, warrior priest kind of to yourself. Like you, there's no real presence of the cult of Manan here. Like there's no like temple. Typically, there aren't that many this deep into the empire, more towards the coast, especially Nordland and Oslin. Um, we know that, well, you would know that the, the cult of Manan is really like centered in Marienburg, like the cult of Sigmar is centered in Altdorf. Um, so if you like being a warrior priest of Manan, you probably want to try to make a pilgrimage to Marienburg someday to the north there and and mm -hmm. go to like a proper temple of Manan. But at this point, you certainly can, um, you know, kind of travel in Manan's name being, you know, being a priest in your way. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. That's real. I didn't realize that you could get blessed in the first tier of warrior priest. That's awesome. So pretty soon you can do divine magic. That's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. And, it, and it, uh, Carl's I, I love this because Carl's been about Manana for so long. Just earlier today, you bought that ore and hung mm -hmm. it in that space. And yeah. we're like you were taking steps to be more pious. Um, and I really yeah. like your choice of doing warrior priest because like Carl's certainly a fighter. Mm -hmm. So warrior priest makes a lot of sense. I like this a lot. A lot of man, a Kemper bad is just kind of a just another town you can stop in on your way. A lot has happened here. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Bruno got he ate half a cake. <laughs> you know how much he's always wanted one of those. <laughs> and next he wakes up to the face of. Trudy. Ooh. <gasps> I, Greg's got pants or something. Yeah, he got like a little yeah. duck thing. And Lucky <laughs> did like a an extreme makeover, like a what not to wear style. You know, he got like pants. Yeah. Oh whatever. yeah. Whatever. He got real scared. Like and then he got pants. A necklace for From accessorizing now. <laughs> From a not to hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I imagine Bruno falling asleep with all that frosting over him, but several of those letters being perfectly like <laughs> intact on his face. Yeah. <laughs> if you incredible. sleep, fall asleep on like a corduroy pillow or something and you have those lines on your face. Yeah. I don't understand why they put corduroy on pillows. It's not very Except cool. now the letters are right because they were backwards before. It's like a backwards <laughs> R, but now that it's been impressed, yeah. it's correctly facing. Anyone who sees it is like, his face says eat more chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so while Carl's doing his 
uh, Manan stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you guys just waiting for him to come back at the Trident or before Carl left? Did you, you do, did Carl talk to them about what he was doing? Like, I'll be back in an hour or like what? That I would just uh, plan to meet back at the boat. Oh, yeah. Because I was going down by the water anyway. And we were planning after getting morning stuff done on heading uh, up the river. Yeah. All right, so you can hang out on the boat. So what are the rest of you doing before you meet Carl on the boat? I need to pick up my armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I need to go to procure a device for holding things that are important. Oh, like a white bag? Like a wallet. Oh. A holster. Okay, so you, you pick up your armor. Yep. Good. You can't even tell where it was broken before. Real nice job. You would have already paid him for it. You took that money off before, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> God. Somebody play the tape. Roll haggle. <laughs> um Okay. So where so what is it that you're procuring something to hold things in? Yes. Like an important paper. The affidavit. <laughs> ah. What? Okay. Well, can you can you give me a little more there? Like, uh, you know, envision whatever uh, Lucky's wizard papers look like. I want to get like a wallet or something to put that in. Okay, so you could get like a, a like a, a little leather like briefcase kind of thing, like a fantasy trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm imagining like um. Or like, is it like a scroll? Can I get like a little thing to put a scroll in? You could put it in a scroll tube or you could put it. You could get like just a flat leather like portfolio. Yeah. That you could put some papers in. Yeah. Just something that is like easy to carry, but like looks nice. OK. You get it with like a little handle on it or something. Yeah. Is that you're looking or are you looking for like a bag, like a, a satchel? Like a money pouch that you put underneath your clothes. Are you looking for like an ID wallet thing? Yes. Yeah, for his wizard ID. Gotcha. Um, like one of those that we just said. <laughs> I think you could get like a, a, a bit like a, a larger leather. Um, I just had a word for it and then left my head. Kind of like a big wallet to put the paper in. Okay. Or a scroll tube to roll it up and put it in there. Either way, they'd be leather. It'd be 10, 10 almost a 10 silver, 10 pennies. For one of those things? Yeah. I'm going to get both. Okay. Cool. Um, and can I find a wet bag? You can find something like a, you can buy like a large water skin. Okay. Like you had before. Well, not with the exercise can't. mouth. That took a day for someone to yeah. adjust. But you could buy like an extra large water skin. Okay. How much is that? Say four pennies. Okay. Nothing crazy. All right, I'm good. So Bruno, Wait, lucky. I gotta get a pie. Okay, they they usually a penny a piece. And can I for get, like, like those ham pies? Yeah, I'm gonna get eight, and I want to get a set of fish hooks. Is it like fishing hooks? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why you said fish hooks, and I don't know why I had. That confused me. I need to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> How much are those? 
Uh, you could get like a set of four for a penny. I'm going to get a set of eight. Wow. Uh, Lucky Bruno, anything you guys want to do in town before meeting Carl at the boat? Is there anything you want to do before we meet me and Carl on the boat, Bruno? Uh, I could always go for lunch. Uh, I know it's uh, just after breakfast. You haven't even finished everyone else's plate yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just where are we going for lunch? Are, are we setting out uh, just at the uh, crack of noon, right? I think so. And the boat's uh, already provisioned, right? We've already reprovisioned the boat with the potatoes and and such. I don't think we have. Oh, all right. Well, you want to go grocery shopping? Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. So you just want to get like rations for a little while? Yeah. Probably a really good idea, I mean, actually. Right? Yeah. Rations are like kind of a harsh term for it. Um, Comfort potatoes. Yeah. Well, so you know, you, you it should take roughly four days to get to Grissenwald. So we need like three. What you've been told. Four crates. Yeah, four crates of food. <laughs> four crates of food. Talk about rationing. What are you? Are you the <laughs> diet culture police now? I yeah, I legitimately didn't even think about that. We could probably get, you know, a couple bottles of broth. Uh, I mean, we could just make broth from whatever bones that we have left over from like the turkeys and chickens and such that we you can do that yeah that's how they make the broth does bruno have trade cook uh he's seen enough of people cooking to uh kind of uh grab things by osmosis does he have right advances in trade cook no, he doesn't have. Why just? Why seems like something that? you would do? We can boil some bones so, now. Here, here's a here's a question. Just logistically, couldn't Lucky just like keep summoning birds and cook them? That's evil, Carl. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a player question. This is not a Carl question. That's evil, Carl. I like that question. <laughs> they don't yeah. have the same flavor. Oh, fair. Yeah. No. Yeah, they don't. Um, but yes, you could. <laughs> you could do, probably do it with fish, too. I don't even know why we're fishing. I don't know either. Can you pull a fish out of your hat with that? A small animal that would be in the an area, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be very big fish, but yeah, it'd be sure. Pocket fish. You could do it. Oh, that could be Pocket my new trick. I could pull fish. fish out from behind Mina's ears. That's why she doesn't like them. Whoa. Get that fish away from me. Minnows, I guess. I can get beat. <laughs> Mina's minnows. <laughs> Tiny crab, or are they Manan's minnows? Ooh, yeah, oh, that's a little credit. I think. What Manan's minnows is what a little league yeah. team? <laughs> I was going to say a blood yeah, bowl that, team. No, the blood bowl team's got to be Manan's marlins. Yeah, it's got to be a big fish. Mm -hmm. The minnows is definitely the little league. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> little league blood bowl. Uh, yeah, what would they call little ball. league blood bowl <laughs> or midden ball? Is like the actual in-universe game. It's like a smaller blood. Hemoglobin bowl? <laughs> the hema bowl? Spatter yeah. bowl. What? Booboo bowl. The spatter bowl. The booboo bowl. Oh, God. Uh, you guys all heading back to the boat? To yeah. the boat. After we yeah, yeah. stop and pick up some chickens and turkeys and stuff. All right. You need to get some food for the trip. I forgot what it was you said you were doing with all the other talk so we will check that out quick 
A day's rations costs a silver, two silver. Right, that we'll, seems like a lot. We'll take that out of the uh, ship's coffers or what have you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah. if you wanted to buy, strictly enough would be 16 rations. Okay. And, and then, we'll, like, we'll just cold, count right? that as like whatever food, foodstuffs. So like we'll we, we could still like fish and stuff on the river, yeah. but just have them on hand in it's case like canned like, corn get yeah. or something. I think like, that's a good uh, idea to have, right? SpaghettiOs. Yeah. Didn't team more beef stew? No. That stuff <laughs> smells so bad. My dad always wants us to go buy that for him when we go grocery shopping. Um, he loves Dinty Moore beef so stew. So gross. It's like rotten dog vomit. It's not that. even in the soup aisle. You have to, it's in the like a can, like the can, aisle, the can processed food aisle with like spam and Vienna sausages. Yeah. Oh, European listeners those? are probably like, what are they talking about? We could get some Vienna sausages. Right. For sure. I still European love listeners. Oh. oh, they know spam. I mean, obviously, spam, spam, spam. sausage, and spam. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll be two silver. Uh, so we said 16 would be 32 silver. Right, so one gold, 12 silver. All right. We want you plan on taking that from the boat fund? Yep. Take it from the boat fund. What's left in the boat fund after buying all that timber? There was 22 gold left in the boat fund. Wow. I had to make a small revision down uh, from where we were last time we talked about it, but... Uh, yeah, the wood was cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Very cool. Let's see you guys head back down or mm-hmm. up the Reich. Yes. South yes. up the Reich. South up the Reich. Mm-hmm. So you're getting out of there mid morning, mid late morning. Uh, you're not, you know, not a crack of dawn type start. Um, I'm going to have Carl make an easy sail test here to, to get back on. See, this will represent the day sailing, how far you can get. Uh, before we get into the sailing, he's going to toss a silver coin into the sea, into nice. the river. Uh, and yeah, ready to make that sail check. It's an 83, though. That's it's not fantastic. Didn't you say it was easy? No, that's. Oh, I did say it was easy. Oh, OK. I did say that's that. still not a success, though. Really? My, my sale is 41. I'm rolling against an 81. Oh, super close. That's all right. Yeah. Because you got Bruno to help you. Wait, isn't um, that exactly what you need, though? If it was easy, plus 40. If your skill's 41, you rolled an 81. Isn't that exactly I it? rolled an 83. Oh, oh never mind. fudge. Uh, yeah, well, you could have... Um, well, and you, you have to be trained in this, like, have advances in the skill to assist. Nobody's... Yeah. No. I know that's why sale. Bruno's assisting. Oh, God. And... That's why we're not going anywhere. Oh, I see. Uh, right. Unless he wants to use a fortune point or besiege the dark gods. Oh, yeah. You should besiege him real quick. No. You can put on a necklace and get rid of it. It's fine. Yeah. I'll let you borrow my necklace. (laughs) (laughs) It it cleans your insides Uh, right out. Like Metamucil. Yeah. I'll I'll spend a I'll spend a fortune point. This I feel like it would be a bad omen to start our Mm. journey without some success. Uh, well, good thing it's easy. That's two success levels only. I was going to say with the fortune point too, you can just add one success level to your roll. So you can pass it regardless. I mean, it's against an 81 though. I was pretty sure I was going to get it. Right. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You do have a very good chance. All right. So you have easy sailing. You do see some storm clouds rolling in from the South, which 
nothing crazy. They're not like super dark, but you can tell it's definitely going to be raining before the day is out. As you sail along down the river, um, pretty, pretty straightforward. There's nothing crazy going on here. Um, the river is still quite wide at this point. So I was an easy test here. There's nothing. It's not a terribly difficult section of the river. Everybody make a gossip test as you're sailing along to, to kind of, you know, catch catch uh, sections of, of conversation from people as you pass each other going opposite ways uh, to find out where's a good step place to stop tonight because you are you did get kind of a late start. This is make so making gossip checks along the river. Is that like things like talking to other boats and stuff? Is that something like everyone does like normal people do? Yeah, yeah. Like the average person does. Yeah. So like an average check. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we'll make it average. No reason to make it more difficult. I, I uh, have been told a couple of times. I think Dagna called me out in the on the discord saying that in general tests are. That's why it's called average. It's yeah. just without like extra stress in a situation or something uh, when something becomes challenging and you don't add don't add anything to your skill is when it should be something that, you know, have a better chance of failure. So in this case, it's not like people are they want to pass gossip on the river and whatnot. So average does make a lot of sense there. So that's plus 20. Uh, one success level. Okay. Two success levels. Ooh. One success level. Mina's just screaming at the other people on the boats. Look at my new hat. Do you <laughs> like my big hat? Look how tall I am with this hat. Nobody wants to talk to her. They're all <laughs> Would you have like problem. five negative success levels? No. <laughs> Two negative success Oh, okay. Levels. Oh. I over-exaggerated a little you bit did. there. I had to do that math, though. so as you're going along they say yeah somebody's like oh you better stop soon before you get to that Vickendorf okay so I throw the anchor overboard (laughs) (laughs) why what's going on in Vickendorf they're like oh there's more of the weird stuff in the water from that them von Wittgensteins yeah, we saw probably- one not too far back. Don't touch it. It looks pretty gross. I, d- I don't know if we have those in Altdorf. What, what is that? That's a W-I-T-T-G-N-S-T-E-I-N-S. I spelled yeah. that so wrong and I don't care. It's okay. It's fine. Von Wittgenstein's. I wouldn't write it down. It's probably something we should just blow right past, right? <laughs> yeah, weird stuff in the water. Yeah, weird um, stuff. You kind of just... It's blue in the morning, sailor stay warning. Weird stuff in the river, go right past Vickendorf. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what they say. Right, Carl? And it saves your liver. Yeah. Right, weird stuff in the river, go past Vickendorf, save your liver. So as it starts to, to get dark, with those past gossip tests, you do hear there are some tie-offs. There's not another like river in or, or another town mm-hmm. until Vickendorf and then after that. But Vickendorf's a bit too far to get to before it's full dark tonight. So um, you're saying that this is a prime market for a uh, a Riverside Inn? Potentially. Oh, yeah. All right. I marked that on the map. You know, roughly a day's sail out from Kemperbad. There seems to be a dearth of inns and things. Um, as no you're inns, sailing along. Set up a gas station in Dollar General. <laughs> we'll make a killing. Hell yeah. A liquor store. Yeah. You do see something floating in the water. 
Is it a barrel? What is it? Uh, it looks to be a body. <gasps> Ernst told him not to get on that cart. <laughs> Shades of uh, back at the end of episode, I think it was 39. Way back when, when you saw a body floating in the river. We'll find out what might be going on next time on episode 61. See you in a week. We're not going to touch this body, right? Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's a uh, Professional Casual.